and welcome to Knitting Shop Live, the podcast recorded live from the studio of Finally the Knitting Corner, located in the heart of Prospect Park. We're your hosts, Brianna, Kathy, and Natalie. And a huge thanks to our listeners joining us from their corner of the world. So today we will be chatting a little bit about passing the torch. Um, So now it's time to grab a drink and listen up because we're about to get started. So uh, ladies, should we start with what's on our needles today? Since that's what we always do every week. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Um, So I am working on the summer soundtrack still. I did pull out some, I had to go through my yarn stash um, because I got a new holding mechanism for it. All of my stuff was in and under the bed drawer, um, but I couldn't see any of it. And I kept like putting things in there and they would just go to die down there. Um, So I got more of like a a bookcase type of system. Um, So now I can see all my yarn. It's great. So I'm actually have to print out a pattern tomorrow to start a new project so next week you might hear me say something different so keep an eye out for that <laughs> hey oh, great that's exciting and soundtrack is still moving along now yeah yeah I'm having a really good time with it very cool you know I, I'll tell you what I'm knitting in just a second but you just hit me so hard it would that just hit me hard sometimes when I put yarn like I go I'm, I, I don't want that right now I'll put it away out of sight, out of mind. So I think your new organization system is yeah. going to be really good. You just have to have a little glimpse of it all the time. Yeah. All right. On my knitting needles, I literally have in front of me right now, my work notebook. It's a spiral bound notebook, of course. And I had to make notes here because I've got a multitude of projects going at various stages. So tonight when I go downstairs, I'm working on Christmas stocking number four. Three of them are done and blocked. Um, I am working on the polar bear. He has four limbs and he needs a tail. I am weaving in the ends on my Audrey cardigan. And my hipster is a work in progress, but I absolutely love it. And I do intend to have it done uh, prior to Christmas. And then Ed and I have our last pair of slippers. It's ready for me to finish the last slipper of the sets that we made. And we made six pairs of slippers together. That's what's on my knitting needles. Um, that's it. That's a lot. That's it. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> well, I, it's hard to follow that because I don't have that many things on my needles. Um, I have had a really crazy week so far, so I, um, have not unfortunately made any progress on my color block, but I am still on the border and I do anticipate to finish that hopefully this week. Um, I do have some time tomorrow, I think in the evening a little bit um to get that kind of going so hoping to do that and then I was looking also at my stash this week Brianna it's funny that you said that (laughs) and I have a sweater that I started years ago this is like my thing like I start a sweater I lay it down I pick it up like a year later I hate it and now I want to take it out and repurpose the yarn for something else so it's like a bunch of worsted merino DK I'm sure I can find something I like better to do with it. So I think I'm going to start pattern surfing and maybe there will be some updates on that in the coming weeks. Awesome. You're so good at that, Natalie, too. I mean, that was the outcome of your wallaby became the weekend. Is it the weekender by Andrea Mowry? And I love, I wear it so much. I just feel like if I'm not going to wear it, what's the point, you know? Yeah, you're good at that. So good. 
All right. Nice. All right. Well, should we jump into today's topic? Yeah, let's do it. All right. So, Drake, let's do it. <laughs> gosh. So this one we were kind of a little bit prepared for, except I still have no idea how to start this topic. So that's all I have to say. <laughs> this topic that there there's just so much to it I feel like it could go in so many different directions so I know Kathy you had like a, an idea so yeah it could go well that's the beauty I love that with our topics it could go in so many different directions so we've been doing some deeper topics lately which is kind of I think it's really fun we can always bring it back to light and knitting too but um just some things I guess we just have a lot of big feelings right now which was a term we used last week um in our podcast I really love that term Brianna big feelings and um I've also been listening to I just want to say it again and again in case she's listening to us I listen to Mayim Bialik's breakdown podcast if you're not listening to it yet you might enjoy it and she gets me thinking a lot like I like it not and it's not bad thoughts it's it's not good thoughts not bad thoughts it's just thinking so I think that that's where some of it's coming from and of course she is a um several PhDs and neuroscientists like why do I think like I could ever think like her I don't know but anyway so the topic for this where I kind of was like, let's talk more about this is as we're thinking about the next steps, you know, the future is always coming and our future has some big significant changes. And as I've been thinking about those, um, it just got me thinking a little bit deeper about the circle of life. Maybe that's part of it, the whole circle of life. So, and just, um, where I was heading with this is how do you know, how do you know, especially as a mature individual? Okay, me, I I guess I'm qualified in the senior citizen department now. Um, How do you know when it is time to step aside? Um, So it's been a big thought in my mind because I think as as we age, it depends. I'm sure that there's some industries where maybe they approach you and it's basically like, okay, you've got your years of service, you've got your pension, you're planned out, you're ready to go. But some people may still choose to stay. Um, but at what point do you personally know that it is time to pass the torch, whether it is um, things that you're involved with um, for service, whether it's family traditions, whether it is your work, how do you know when it's time or not even how do you know when it's time is why is that something to start thinking about? What does that mean when, when you take somebody who has been doing what they do for a long time, whether again, whether it is the roast beef dinner at church that my mother was so involved with, or it is um, the traditions of I do Thanksgiving or it's my work you know, why, why, why does it make sense? Why is it something I should think about? And when should I think about it? So did that make any sense? Do I? Yeah. (laughs) Absolutely. And I, I think I had a hard time with this topic because I'm in the, the bottom half of this conversation. So I'm the one who's like, okay, give me these opportunities, these responsibilities, because I, I want to keep it going, but I need to know 
how to do it. Um, and when you brought up traditions, since we're in the midst of the holiday season with Thanksgiving a couple weeks ago and Christmas coming up quick, um, a lot of a lot of changes have been happening in my own personal life with like who does these holidays. And I actually had Thanksgiving for the first time at a friend's house instead of with my parents, you know, cooking dinner. They were there too. They got invited. But it was just, it was different. And it was actually my friend's first like real time making Thanksgiving dinner without any instruction. And it was so stressful for her. <laughs> um, but like, you know, she got the the list of these are, this is what you need to get at the grocery store. And this is what you need to do and just do it. Um, there wasn't like that, that overlap where in my head, I imagine, you know, like the, the mother figure or whoever does Thanksgiving in your house, you know, showing them how to do it one year and then like slowly fading into the background. <laughs> so it was kind of just like, here you go, do it. And my friend did a great job, her and her husband, um, they had like, they, they cooked dinner for like 700 people, but there was only 10 of us, <laughs> um, but they did a great job. But I think that sort of thing is what keeps the tradition going. Like being able to say, okay, hey, mom, like I want to do Thanksgiving this year. What can you help me? I think is the question that would come from us at, at this age in my, in my position is the, the, can you help me? I would like to help you with this. There needs to be that exchange. Yeah. I think too, cause there's times in my job as well, where I've been the one passing the torch or having the torch passed to me, um, switching things around. And I think the two most important pieces of that for the receiver and the person actually doing the passing are to stay approachable because you're going to have questions for each other the entire time. And also to be optimistic about what you're doing, like, and that you can do this and you can handle this. Cause a lot of times when you're being passed something, it's something that you haven't done before. And I think having an approachable resource, um, really helps with that. Like it makes it so much easier because you don't need to know all the answers, you know, like you can, you can figure it out as you go and you have someone as a sounding board when you need, you need information or if you need to vent, like you have someone who's been through a similar situation that you can talk to. So I think those are, in my experience, the most important things. And I think, you know, that flexibility is hard sometimes when you're the one passing because it's like your brainchild and your baby that you're usually passing on to someone who's taking care of it new. But that flexibility to do that, I think is so important, like, especially as you grow in a position in like passing the holidays or just like passing the torch in any regards, the Olympics passing the torch, like <laughs> flexibility is important. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. That, that passing the torch is the perfect explanation of that. And this is interesting as we're sitting here, the three of us looking at each other on zoom and, and we know this about each other, but maybe our listeners don't, but so we're at the, we are at opposite um, ends of the spectrum in life per se, where you're stepping into those opportunities of continuing traditions, continuing um, the events that happen, whether it be, you know, the 4th of July parade that needs to be planned or the roast beef dinner at church. And then um, 
I'm on the other end of this where it's time to go, hey, it's time to make sure that we are stepping aside, not stepping back, not leaving, but stepping aside so that we're giving that room to the new generation. Um, I find one of the things like my age group, and I'm sure we've got lots of listeners, don't take it personally, anybody, I'm, I'm right there with you, but we are a generation where, um, you know, we were very empowered, you know, women who are in their 60s now, um, we definitely stepped it up a little bit from where our parent, our mothers might have been as far as empowerment. And so I think that we, we have this mindset of, you know, can't stop me. I can do this forever. I, I, I can, I, I can, I can, I'll be, I'll be melting at the stove, but I can keep doing that Thanksgiving dinner and I'm not going to be happy, but I can do it yeah. um, anyway. And I think it's, it's important that we do realize that, yeah, of course you can still do it, but how will we nurture a new generation that might want some of our help to lead the way? Um, because, you know, you've got 40 more years than I do right now, no matter what. So uh, I think that that's part of it too. Um, so of course, this you know ties in with our conversations here because it's the knitting shop. So um, thinking about retirement, and I'm excited to retire. I mean, I, I've you know it's it's time on the age to retire, um, but it's also I think for me been an important factor to fact to think about too. You know, you can't do this forever, Kathy. Even though you said you were going to do it till you were ninety, you really aren't going to do it with the same capacity as you're aging. But at the same time, there's this whole new generation. I'm looking at you right now on the screen, this whole new generation who deserves these opportunities um, to be available to them. So I find that, you know, if I wasn't retiring, um, I mean, we probably would have gone on just with what exactly what we're doing, which was really wonderful, but we've all grown as we've done what we've done. But it's even better now to go time to step aside and go with this because the benefits are so amazing. It really is. And so anyway, that's yeah. <laughs> a little more, more thoughts there. More thoughts. I'm looking at my papers. I did think about this today and make some notes. So, Gosh. well, I, you know, we talked a little bit about those like family traditions. And I, I feel like in every family, there's always going to be somebody that wants to keep the tradition going so you know we just have to find those people in every family for whatever tradition I think traditions are great um they should keep going but you know at some point somebody else needs to take over but with the like with the workplace I feel like I don't know. I, I don't really have like too many words to explain this, but um, it with the like new generation coming in, there's always going to be like a, a clashing of tides or like, you know, clashing of heads. I don't know what the phrase is because, you know, the, those new fresh ideas are coming in and people that have been in that position for a long time or, you know, think they know it all, but really maybe don't necessarily. Um, it, it's difficult to do that when you know that, you know, I'm passing this position or this job over to this person and it's not going to get done the same way that I was doing it. I have that like 
control type of thing. Like I want things done a certain way. Not necessarily that I've had to pass what I do onto somebody else or like I, I've trained people, but not really like for, to take over my position. Um, but that's, that's gotta be hard. Like I, I can't imagine like watching somebody do the thing that I do, but like not the way that I do it. That like in my own job, in my own life, I supervise some aides and they all do a great job, but they're a lot younger than I am. And they don't necessarily know how to clean properly or, you know, talk to people in the way that, you know, our works values um, say that we should talk to people. So it's a little bit different. And every once in a while, I just cringe a little when I hear them on the phone, but they, they are doing a good job with the skills that they have. And I know that all of those experiences, even though they may not be up to my standards, they're learning experiences for them. And that's, it's important that they keep doing those things because one day I might not be there. One day I might be sick home from work. I, I can't work from home with this job. So they would have to do the things that I do there. So it's important that they at least have an idea of how to do everything that I do. Yeah, giving them the space to do it. And, and a lot of that comes down to also, I think, coaching, you know, especially when we're in that developmental phase of our work. Um, you know, I, I have the skill sets, but I need to refine them. I need to learn the culture. Um, and that's all that's cool. I think that comes down to a lot of good coaching, which is where your experience um, all fits in. So the other thing that, you know, with, with, you know, passing the torch and all, and I guess, it, again, we've, we've looked through so much change, all of us that I'm looking at here on the screen. I mean, I've known you since you were in, in grade school. Um, so we've gone through changes that are just normal life changes, but we've gone through bigger changes and those bigger changes have certainly happened in the last 18 months of our lives that we've all experienced. And I really, you know, it was you gals who said to me, we can do this. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's where, as somebody who's been doing what they do for a long time, um, but I want to do it the way I used to do it. I want to be able to do it that way to have that young, fresh, confident perspective of we can do this. Let's, let's do this. And being, you have, you know, being open and adapting and going, yes, we can't sit, you know, four people at a knitting table anymore, but we certainly can put we can do this through Zoom and make it very personal and make it very intimate. And I think that as we pass the torch, so for, for you gals, it's taking a torch and carrying that torch. And for those of us who are handing that torch off, we're going to glance back. We're going to look over our shoulders because you've got to make sure that you've made a hand-to-hand -hand contact. It's, it's yeah. almost like the baton at a relay race. Mm -hmm. I'm going to look back. I'm going to look over my shoulder. But I also have to know that how you carry that torch up to the cauldron might be a little different than I would have, but that's because you are a new energy, you have a new knowledge base, um, and you're going to keep, keep it young. So we got to let make room to make that happen. Um, some of this conversation came into my mind too, as we were, I was talking with friends and we were discussing the holidays and many of my friends have been the host for family holidays for generations. And 
their family makes their stuffing this way. And now the younger generation has stepped in and is offering and taking on the leadership of keeping these family traditions going, meaning that the family gathers for dinner. But guess what? They use a different stuffing recipe. Is that a problem? I don't think so. Stuffing, yeah. <laughs> you mean stuffing. It's all good. So it tastes good. That's all that matters. That's right. So, you know, as we pass the torch too, it's learning to adapt and go, hey, uh, I could try new stuff. I didn't make the stuffing. I probably love it. <laughs> so, so it's little things like that with traditions, um, the workplace, like how do you organize your desk? Um, you know, it's, I, I, I can only imagine And Natalie, your world will probably be more like this as you might migrate back into the office that you don't necessarily own your desk space, your hoteling. Um, I'm not sure yet, but yet that's a common thing that's happening now that like a lot of employers have gone to work from home. Mm -hmm. Um, so I mean, but it's, you know, one of those things that being adaptable is such an important skill in life. And I think, you know, this whole last year and a half has really taught us that. And it's, you gotta, you gotta trust yourself and you gotta trust the people around you. Otherwise you're going to have a lot of anxiety about it. Yeah. <laughs> You can't always have your family's picture on the desk that you're going to sit down to work at. You might like that, but you might have to, you know, at the end of the day, you might put it out there while you're working. You might have to fold it up and put it away at the end of the day because somebody else is going to come use that space. It's, it's, you can't be as territorial. Um, yeah. 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 A lot, a lot of that. Yeah. And I think too, um, especially going back to Brianna's point and what you were just saying, Kathy, I think I wrote this down. A lot of it is giving people that you are handing off to the license to learn, make mistakes, figure out how to do things their own way. But I think the other piece of it that's really important is giving yourself the license to learn. And I think going back to like this last year and a half, we've done a really good job of that because, you know, you gave us the opportunity to throw a lot of ideas out there. Like, how are we going to do this? And then you gave yourself the opportunity to say, how do I want to do this? What do I want to change? How am I going to change? You got to, you got to trust both the people and the, and the process to make it happen. So I think, I think a lot of it is just like being a lifelong learner and just continually understanding, like, where am I in my life? What do I want from what's happening around me? And is it time for me to move away from what I'm doing right now, even though it may feel safe and may feel comfortable? Am I ready for something different? And that's a big move. And it's, it's a scary move for a lot of people, but you know, gotta take what life throws at you sometimes. And yeah. it's, it's an exciting thing that happens too. I think we're all very excited for the new things that are happening in our lives. And it's going to be really nice to see how it all pans out six months from now. We're going to be like, Oh, look at that. <laughs> Change is good. Change is good. There's no rut for us. My goodness gracious. Like definitely change is good. It keeps you fresh. It keeps you thinking. It keeps you um, learning and learning is a huge component of it. So yeah, I, uh, as I was pondering, you know, thinking about this today and I was eating lunch and I had the TV on, it's kind of a new little routine here. I can eat lunch at my kitchen counter now. And um, the ad came on for Dr. Rick, the progressive ads where Dr. Rick is coaching people not to become their parents. I love them because we can all, my generation, we can all see ourselves 
there. And then I just like, and it's not that you don't want to do the things that your parents did or that your boss did or that um, the committee you were on did, um, but it is also going, but then we might just need some changes in here because nowadays, um, you know, people don't go to the place to buy a ticket to go to that event. Um, they're going to do it online. So let's figure out how to do that online. How can we sell tickets online? So those are the things that, again, um, and I think it, once you're not actively in the workplace, and the workplace is such a learning experience all the time, staying current in most workplaces with technology and communication and um what's the word I'm trying to think about? Like just uh, cultural interactions, you know, the, the correct way of doing things. It's easy to lose touch with some of those things. So we wanna to look to our, our generation that is still actively engaged in a workplace and has all that education at their fingertips, experiences at their fingertips. And then also, you know, carry that into the other places where we do things. I will say though, I'm just going to throw out one change that didn't work so well. So I do have one flop on passing the torch. Um, I'm going to throw my own town under the bus, but Prospect Park, we have a fabulous little 4th of July here and it's always the same. Listen to me, it's always the same. Anyway, but Prospect Park is known for having the best hot dogs in the park. People come back just to get their hot dogs. It has something to do with the rolls. I, I, I can't explain it. I mean, we wake up and want to eat hot dogs at 10 a.m. And the one year where we had, we had a, a, which was wonderful, a new generation ready to take ownership and do this. And they changed it from hot dogs to bagels and cream cheese. Total flop. But can I tell you, they tried it, which was wonderful. They tried it. They took the feedback. And guess what? We have hot dogs again. <laughs> that was like the big thing was, will there be hot dogs? Will there be hot dogs? So anyway. <laughs> I was wondering why like, you bringing up the 4th of July parade, Kathy, because I'm like, <laughs> 4th of July parade, like, we, what, what are you talking about? But I remember, I remember the year they did bagels and it wasn't a good year. Not uh, a good but, like the town was upset, but like it, everything's fine. No one got hurt. And got I'm glad they went back to hot dogs. Yeah, you know what, they, they tried it, they took that feedback, and then they made that decision back to hot dogs. So um, yes, it, it's, it's, that was really good. So, all right. Well, anything else we should talk about with passing the torch? All right. I don't think so. Are you ladies good? No? Yeah. So I, the only update I think I want to mention tonight is that we do still have some BYOP classes through the month of December um, that you can sign up for through our website. Um, and if you'd like to find out about what is going to happen, you know, through the end of this year and into the new year, visit our website. It's all on there laid out for you. Um, and that's pretty much it. So was there anything else that I missed besides BYOP? No, okay, great. Yeah, so sign up for BYOP. And if you like our show and want to find out more about us, um, check out our website, follow us on Instagram while you can, and um, leave us a positive review on Apple Podcasts and more people can find us. So hopefully you finished your drink by now because it's time for us to bind off. Thanks for listening. <laughs>